Hey podcasters, my name's Solis. I'll be joining you on Sterling's podcast today. I fucking can't. Oh, okay. God bless speech therapy. All you speech so. therapists out there, they bless your fucking eyes. <laughs> so. I got a lot of fucking stomach flu from today. <laughs> From all my speech therapy practices, I was not asked to use hand sanitizer. So if you're listening, take notes. <laughs> With us today, we have Alith and Bobby. <laughs> 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 I saw this thing on Instagram earlier today, and it made me think of Bobby. And let me let me read it to you quick, and let me, we'll, we'll see if you agree. It says, um, my husband wants me to have his skull taken from his body and cleaned. Then he wants that skull put on the mantelpiece in the living room. The rest of his body he wants sent to one of those places that makes the gems out of bodies and made into two blue diamonds. He then wants those gems to be put in the eye sockets of the skull to look like eyes. So then he can watch the family home and be passed down through the generations. Oh, oh no. (laughs) Bro, that's tight. I was half expecting it to say like made into nipple piercings. That my wife wears around. Yeah, my wife wears around. <laughs> that so can be passed as down. As yeah, passed down through family, family. <laughs> as they You're smack her now. knees in her old age. <laughs> You're 21 now. Here's the here's your father's ash nipple piercings. Yeah, I know. I think if like if we're gonna go with like <laughs> with insanely gratuitous burial rituals, I remember reading a. a issue of National Geographic when I was like 12 years old and there was this thing about how there's a trend of people getting buried in these um they're like eggs essentially and they get buried in a fetal position and they yeah it's a it they get a tree planted over them it's super interesting but it's all like you totally biodegrade more so than you would in a traditional casket but it was like this is the practice that's happening and then it never took flight here because you can't just bury a a body yeah (laughs) i've seen shit about that it's fucking crazy arguably better for the earth yeah i'd rather just be shot into space at least would turn into like a bush full of thorns probably (laughs) she'd be the next burning bush (laughs) (laughs) anyway so we we uh earlier today about 11 a.m we took a journey down you know currently in milwaukee wisconsin one of the best allegedly the most haunted cities in the united states we took a little journey to the Pabst Mansion. To be quite honest, I was disappointed. <laughs> I thought I was going to walk in there and see like demons or cats and Pabst or something smoking a fat stogie in his <laughs> office. And then none of that happened. But uh, the house the house was pretty sick. The house was it's a, gorgeous. It was a tight house. Honestly, I felt some kind of demonic rage personally. Shut up. But, like, <laughs> that's, that's how you oh, always feel. That's how I, first of all, yes, it is how I always feel. And my therapist would not disagree with you. <laughs> but um, I was very upset by the lack of appreciation that people throughout history have had for architecture and just preservation in Pre- general. Yeah, I I truly yeah. felt some kind of way. And I thought, you know, it was like, I would personally kill myself right now to <laughs> haunt this shit and if people aren't treating this place oh right. I, I do. I get angered. I did have a couple strange feelings in that did house. Did you? Um, you know, do it, tell. So the first room we went into... It was like the main dining room. Everything's good. Then we went into Mrs. Pabst's entertainment lounge. Mm. And I was feeling fine, all chipper and jolly. But then he's like, yeah, this is this is where Mrs. Pabst entertained the guests. And then I started like having like a weird little anxiety attack. Oh. <laughs> and it was actually pretty weird. Because then we walked out and I, I almost felt like I was going to pass out. Like I, what the I, fuck? I, I no, literally almost didn't. felt like <laughs> excitement. I was like, we, I might have to leave this for a little bit. But then we walked out into uh, like the main lobby of the first floor, and I was fine. So that was kind. Of, that was kind of what? weird. What? No. Yeah, you that was a little weird. Why? And then at Why the, do you think that though? Like, I think it might have been. It may have been a mix between going into the mansion thinking it was extremely haunted and being nervous. Being nervous that you were going <laughs> to come out possessed. He locked his <laughs> knees. Right. Right. <laughs> so that was weird. And then at the end of the tour, when we were in. Like when we went past the servants' quarters in the last room. Yeah, I mean, if like you're gonna ki- talk like about the kitchen, if you're gonna talk about afflictions in that household, it was all the servants. Like oh, they yeah. were the ones yeah. that were subjected and to some bullshit. What? I felt some. 
I felt some kind of way sitting in that kitchen. He, Captain Pabst had stained glass custom made yeah. <laughs> windows yeah. with smart, snarky ass fucking comments to his employees. I'm like, talk about poor employee atten- retention. <laughs> I thought my employers treated me like shit. I mean, and he's over here like, you're you're working for my dollar, and I was like. Dude, Spend with your eyes open. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "You're fucking rude." Right. So yeah, I would imagine that there are some. But you like you also have to take that disgruntled in employees. You have to take that in the context of like that's hyper pragmatic German sentiment there, yeah. like old time German sentiment. That's how it's always been. Like you, it, that doesn't mean it's any less of a dick fucking move. Right, but you're processing that with your twenty. No, 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 mentality. no, no. No, I'm right. Oh, there, there's that self-righteousness. Where's Jill? No, I'm right. Come on, Don't Jill. you bring my therapist into this. So, so anyways, when we, when we went... <laughs> so uh, that room with all like the sick tiles, like the blue yeah. white tiles. When we got done with that room and we were in the last room with the uh, the pie safe. The butler's, the butler <laughs> yeah. pantry. I was so uncomfortable opening that. I felt like I was just going to break the door. Yeah, it was a, that whole place. It was, I felt like if you touch something, it would... My backpack dust. bumped against the statue, and I was like, "This is literally where my life ends. <laughs> I will be indebted, and now I'm really going to be fucking haunted if I break this goddamn statue, <laughs> and I can hardly pay my rent and afford my addiction to literally buying anything." Marijuana. <laughs> 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 so uh, I feel terrible because I've never smoked a day in my life. I know everyone's gonna think I'm a fucking pothead. It'll be legal soon enough, I'm sure. That's a topic for a different. Podcast. <laughs> you could get Bobby talking about that for hours. So, I'm sure. <laughs> so, anyways, we're we're in the room with the pie safe, and again, feeling fine, feeling chipper. The butler feeling- pantry had a pie safe. I think you need a little more context for these people. They're literally gonna be like, the pie safe is a who? okay. So we so we walk in. Past the in-house elevator from the 1800s that looked very stable to Right. Oh, absolutely. And we go into the servants' quarters, and there are these fancy blue and white tiles. From Holland. And they were all different and custom done. I thought it was beautiful. Yeah, it was, that was a sick room. And then they ripped the kitchen out to put in an elevator. Um, yeah, that was fucked. <laughs> but then we we go to this other room, the next room, which is where Captain Paps, Pap, Captain Pabst's... Pap- the guy's safe Paps. is the guy's safe <laughs> is in the room, and he has multiple safes because he has multiple amounts of millions of dollars. In today's world, he would be a friggin' billionaire. Billionaire, yeah, it's a big money guy. So that's why he has True. a a normal safe in addition to his uh pie safe and his like what what was that? He had like secret compartments all over his office. Oh yeah, that was sick. Anyway, yeah. and a massive humidor. Oh, oh yeah, they say two hundred and eighty cigars. Yeah, yeah. This shit was fucking insane. And he had diabetes. The guy kept saying diabetes. Was- yeah, he had diabetes and uh, emphysema. He <laughs> <laughs> was looking at the 12-year-old kid like, don't, don't smoke He's it. Like, hey, you little He's fucker. like, it's because we have young people staring directly at that 12-year-old brat from Manhattan. The one kid there. <laughs> so anyways, we were in that room. And I was the only one in the doorway standing with my back to this, like the servant's kitchen. And I was feeling good, you know, feeling like Captain Pabst. And then, and then he was like talking about the servants and stuff. And I started getting this weird feeling like the hair on my back, the back of my neck. Stop. I just got chills. Yeah, dude. The hair in the back of my I neck stood it. up and I felt like there was someone like standing back Shut there looking the at me. Shut the fuck up. No. And now I'm having visions. <laughs> yeah. So I kept I'm like, never going to remember that moment the same. I know. I kept like looking behind me and stuff. And I was like, what, what the? This house is kind of weird. Shut the hell well, up. No, you didn't. No, I legit did. That was a, it was I'm an interesting tour. I would go again though. I would go. You would. Uh, Yeah, the house is freaking sick. Here's my thing. Because he was at the end. He was like, does anyone have any questions? I said, ghosts. Ghosts. Tell us about the ghosts. Yeah. That's what we want to hear. That's why we're here. And he was like, there are no ghosts. And I was like. But then he also said he's a major skeptic. Yeah. And that's my thing is. He also said his staff members, the other two have guys, have seen that, some. And I'm like, well, we fucking came on the wrong day because I want to hear from those <laughs> bitches who have seen ghosts. That he said, he's like, well, they've seen ghosts, and I'm like, now I'm looking back, like whoever that fucking ghost was behind you, it's <laughs> probably so pissed. Like, jokes on you, bitch. Like, like, bro, I'm right here, dude. Yeah, take a peek. <laughs> Honestly, take a peek in the kitchen, open buddy. Open your eyes. <laughs> 
Open your fucking eyes, man. Open the pie safe. I'm hiding in here. <laughs> pie so safe. that was weird. Overall, I don't think the house is really as haunted as the online forums would have you believe, which is a little bit disappointing. Well, okay, because I asked, you know, I wanted to, I needed the deets. So he's over here saying he did some sort of Facebook live shit talking about <laughs> the ghosts. And his boss told him, let there be a little mystery. Like He's talking about how there was so much publicity about it. Yeah. And I'm like, but where does the publicity come from? The, it doesn't just happen. So what are the stories? To me, he made it seem kind of like a marketing ploy. Yeah. yeah no, I think he was, was talking. Weird. I think he was talking about generating publicity. For no, the but he. It seems like he didn't even want to go there. Like he <clears throat> doesn't vibe with that idea. I mean, that's, at all. That's the skeptic's response. Yeah. Which, like, if you really wanted it for publicity, then you would probably be playing it up. Instead of shutting, it depends on the person. Okay, well, you know what, Robert? I just like I just felt shorted. Sure, I felt shorted, but I will say, okay, I am a a skeptic. No, I'm a very scared person. So, on the off chance that ghosts do exist, I try to avoid shit like this. Okay, and so I'm hearing Sterling's (laughs) story. I'm like, I've (laughs) never personally had. A paranormal. I, ha- you know what? No, I have had a paranormal experience. We'll get to that later. But anyway, <laughs> I've never felt very connected to the spirits. Um, right. But hearing, like Sterling, is very. He's always been very honest really, and open. Really up Zach Baggins' ass, <laughs> and so like, you say that you're gonna copyright strike. How, <laughs> how in like how much of that was? A self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, mm-hmm. how much did you manifest those feelings? Very so true. I can be, I can be reasonable, but I, I just feel like you're being a dick at that point if you don't. Oh Lord God! I, I just, think what was that? I think you're just <laughs> was that a demon? It's a ghost. I think you're just. I don't know. I think you're just taking up a, an issue with an entertainer rather than. You, and you know what? Yeah. That's because I like to start shit. <laughs> That's all. That's the why. funny thing is after I started doing some actual research into the paranormal, the topic of spirits. I actually have became a little more skeptical than I have been oh. since I w- was watching Ghost Ghost Adventures. Because with, uh, you know, you have stuff like sleep paralysis, mm-hmm. which can explain quite a bit of different cases because it's oh, like yeah. what everyone describes. And then you have like, I think that going into an allegedly haunted place with the knowledge that, oh yeah, this place is definitely haunted. Like get ready, I'm about to feel some shit. Yeah. And then you have like mixed anxiety and emotions and nervousness on top of that. I think it can manifest itself in what you may describe as a haunting as far as like full body apparitions and, you know, people like getting possessed and speaking in voices that aren't their own, which we'll hear (gasps) about on a different episode coming up. I hate it. I'm not quite sure on that. You know, there's always always room for me to be a little less skeptical, but. (laughs) Oh, my God. Fair. I'm 100% skeptic. I know I knew you that. Are. <laughs> yeah, you guys know. No that. one has to wonder about that. I just, I'm a born scaredy cat. <laughs> Crazy. Irrational fears are a manifestation of anxiety in childhood. So that would explain why I used to tie my American Girl dolls up before I went to bed so they couldn't come alive at night and kill me. Oh are you serious? <laughs> I'm never kidding. <laughs> so I like, you know that story well, about the like, um, the doll who comes alive in the middle of the night. And Chucky. Murder- no, not not Chucky. Like, there's this little girl, and she goes to this antique store, and she buys this doll, and the lady's like, just don't play with it after midnight. And she f- fucking does. And then in the middle of the night, she keeps waking up, and every— Oh, my God, I'm getting chills down my back thinking about it. <laughs> I'm sp- truly scarred from this. And then every night, every hour, she would wake up, and it was closer to her bed. And all of a sudden, she wakes up, it's on top of her, and it fucking kills her. And I (laughs) grew up with, like, China dolls all over my bedroom because my grandma would buy them for me. And I had my two American Girl dolls. And so I I barely slept for, like, three years in elementary school because of this fucking story someone told me in the lunchroom. And one day I had the stomach flu and I had been playing with my my American Girl dolls. I would, like, go a week playing with one certain set of toys before putting it away. Mm-hmm. And so my American Girl dolls were out that week. Every night before bed, I would 
I would tie them up <laughs> just in case they could come alive and kill me. And if they're tied up, well, how the fuck are they going to get to my bed with a knife, you know? They'd probably cut through the rope with a knife. <laughs> If they already have a you know, knife. that's logic a 10-year-old doesn't really use. And so right. my mom, you know, I I woke up in the middle of the night sick. So I didn't get up in the morning to do my typical ritual of untying my dolls. And my mom comes in my room to wake me up, sees my dolls tied up in the corner. <laughs> and she's like, Jesus Christ. Like, Where's what, the the, demon? <laughs> you know, what the hell is wrong with my kid? Um, and I really still haven't gotten over it. I work and I'm a teacher and I have... With COVID, I didn't want things that I couldn't wipe down quickly right? Um, to sanitize after the kids were using them. And we had these cloth dolls. And so I tucked them away into this bin. I just shoved these fuckers in there. <laughs> and I still think about them all the time. And I'm like, they're angry that I hid them away. Like, they're angry I stuffed them in this bucket. And they're going to come for me one day when I'm working late <laughs> and no one else is here. Do you have dreams about the dolls in the bucket, Elise? No, I probably will tonight. Uh, Talking about this shit, I seriously. Well, let me know. <laughs> I have chills. I have chills right now thinking about it. I hate them. I hate yeah, dolls. I like, I've always wanted to buy one of the allegedly haunted dolls off eBay. And I know do, I've, to, I've told you guys this. <laughs> I always not. joke with Elise that I'm going to buy her one and give it to her as a <laughs> gift. <laughs> Absolutely. I would fucking, if I open up a package, <laughs> someone is going to do this to me now and I will never be the same. Hmm. If I open up a package with a goddamn doll inside, I would set myself on fire. <laughs> so, Elise, following that, would you? Uh, where, where do you live now? I live in Waukesha, downtown what, Waukesha. What's what would be the address someone could reach? Oh, you at? Jesus Christ! <laughs> why would I? Why did I fall for that? That's so embarrassing. <laughs> Just put oh, me down. Just put me down. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, the Paps Mansion. Not. We think it not haunted. Then, we'll say. We'll say. Like a three out of ten haunted. Not I have, a, yeah. have, I have to have like a gun in my face to feel insecure in a, in a location. Yeah. I would just call it an ornate mansion built by rich Germans. I'm so yeah. happy for you that you just aren't riddled with anxiety. Another <laughs> another weird thing with that place is as soon as we got so there's like this gift shop connected by a hallway. And you go from the gift shop through the hallway that all used to be part of the house and then into the actual house. Mm -hmm. And as soon as we got into the actual house. Did you feel something? I started feeling like a little weird too. Get out. Which is weird, you know, could have. It could have been the anticipation. I blame it. Yeah, I blame it on the nerves because I was very excited to tour this place because I've wanted to for like three years. Really? Yeah. I the place know. is sick. I really enjoy very old architecture. Ladies. I bet you do. Yeah. yeah I, I bet mean, you were just as angered as I am. Haunting. I'm a little surprised he didn't have a, a water feature in his, in his. Nothing will ever compare to your 12 inch. 13 actually 13 oh, inch waterfall me. on my granite countertop <laughs> in my non haunted studio apartment <laughs> of course <laughs> until I do a seance in there lord don't <laughs> I, I don't fuck with Ouija boards <laughs> I will never fuck with Ouija boards have your parents ever done that story. no and I was told that if I I was told that if I was ever at a party where someone pulled out a Ouija board that I need to walk out and call my parents to pick me up immediately <laughs> Bobby, did your parents ever do anything like that? The Ouija board? Yeah. Seance? Like shit? the old the old Mattel? No. <laughs> the old no, little toy board? Did. Oh, no. Nah. Neither did mine. But I know a woman. So my she was like my second mom growing up. Mm -hmm. She was telling me once about how she did a Ouija board. I'm getting the chills. <laughs> Here Girl, we go. Big story coming up. She told me about how once she was in college or something, and she did a Ouija board with her friends. And it just kept repeating. I hate it. She just kept That's what it kept repeating was. <laughs> yeah. How do you spell that? <laughs> uh, probably like H U E H. Um, and it just kept repeating the same fucking three numbers, and they're like, "That's so weird. That's so weird." Was it six? Whatever. They were, like, were they all no, sixes? No, it was like two, three, two, or some shit like that. And they're like, "That's weird. Okay, it's broken." Um, no, it's not fucking broken because that night they all woke up. And they're like, oh, weird. Like, what time is it? Two fucking 32, y'all. It was the same. Those are the numbers <gasps> it said? Yeah. And, it was a no oh, and they were wow. like, oh, shit. That shit is not broken. She was telling us we're all going to wake up at 232. Oh, and my God. For what reason? I don't know. Did, is it coincidence? Could very well be. And you said that was that was not you, though. You weren't No, that wasn't me. That. I have never had a paranormal experience beyond. Your dorm. 
being in my dorm freshman year. Which you claim to have a poltergeist. We had place. a pol the poltergeist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shit was running rampant through the basement of Goat Hall now, do in you La think, Crosse, Wisconsin. Do you think it was actually a ghost? I legit do. Okay, so at first it was just a joke because that was 2015. So that yeah. was the year all of the, the Snapchat filters came out. Oh, yeah. I and we all know they malfunction all the time and they see faces where they shouldn't see faces. Yeah. <laughs> but at the time, everyone was like, holy shit, it means there's a fucking ghost. So my roommates kept seeing extra faces in their filters. I mean, like, yeah. oh, my God. So the joke became there was a fucking poltergeist, right? All this time, apparently, this poltergeist was there laughing its ass off until it got me alone. Okay? Oh. And then what? And, and then it really took advantage of her. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I am notorious for never sleeping if I could be up doing homework. Right. I'm a teacher now, so I don't. I do still have homework, so that was a lie. Mm -hmm. Anyway. So it's like 2 a.m. I'm up. I think I was probably listening to Taylor Swift. I don't fucking know. <laughs> and every, my roommates are asleep. I'm awake. No windows open. No fans going. And we had too many fridges on top of each other and then a microwave on top of that. And right on top of that was a roll of paper towel. And oh. it's like, yeah. And <laughs> all of a sudden, out of nowhere... This fucking paper towel roll goes flying across the room. Just fucking booking it across the room. Like someone just took their hand and fucking swiped that shit <laughs> as hard as they could. Like, you know, like cats do, but like hard and not like murder mittens, like claws. Okay. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm done being conscious. <laughs> so I just went to bed and that's really anticlimactic, but that's my fucking story. And I stand by this shit that that was the fucking poltergeist. And it was like, you're done being awake, bitch. I'm sick of looking at your face. Good maybe, night. Maybe it was just trying to put you to bed. Maybe, it, like you reading, know what? Maybe that was its right. version of reading you a little bedtime right. story. Maybe it was a nice poltergeist. It was like, sweetie, <laughs> like. Time to go to bed. Yeah. Bedtime. Let me scare <laughs> the fucking shit out of you. So you'll be sick of being awake. <laughs> Didn't you guys have uh, like some other weird stuff with the door or something? Did I have some weird shit with the door? I thought you guys oh, would yeah. always freak out about the door, like rattling or people knocking. Yeah, or no, because we had two doors in our weird ass study turned bedroom in the basement, and right. so people would always push on our door the the second door that we didn't use that was always locked. But it wasn't a poltergeist; it was just dumbass college freshmen. I remember people knocking and like pushing on my door too. And freshman I'm like, guys, year. I'm just trying to take a little snoozy here. Wait, what was that? What happened for sophomore year? And someone walked in your, <laughs> your dorm or some shit? And Bobby's? Yeah, Michael, yeah. So Michael and I were in our dorm room, and we were both asleep. And I, one of us had neglected to lock the door after we went to bed. <laughs> so we are both asleep. It was probably like 2.30, 3 in the morning. And... All of a sudden, somebody opens our door, and we both sit up, and we're like, <laughs> what? And and the guy's like, uh, this is the wrong room, and just closes it. <laughs> and Michael's just like, why are people so fucked? <laughs> <laughs> and, we and I was just like, all I said was, true. True. <laughs> and I think I locked the door, and we went to sleep, but it was just like, it, it, he communicated everything he needed to in that like moment. like 3 a.m. Right. <laughs> just wakes like, you up. <laughs> we, yeah, we had been asleep for several hours at that point, so definitely disorienting. Nice. So you were really boring sophomore year, but... <laughs> just sophomore year? I was bo I'm still boring. That's true. Yeah, I remember, I think I told you guys about this, but in uh, freshman year when I was living with Michael... I had some weird, weird sleep paralysis stuff that wasn't even I that. I didn't know that happened It was due to, year. well, it was, it was like one time and it was because I had the flu and. Weren't you on some sort of opiate or some shit for that? No, it was just codeine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, I was on that, had the flu. You, they gave you codeine for the flu? Maybe it wasn't the flu. The student health center was really popular. They were very, uh, yeah, they were very generous. Very <laughs> yeah, generous that's a, that's to the a poor very, college that's, like, that's a pretty intense cough syrup. It was either the, I don't think it was mono. It was something with my throat, either the flu or strep. 
one of the two equally equally as bad obviously yeah so i was on that and i had a very high fever mm. and <laughs> i remember waking up i fell asleep when michael was in the room studying and then i remember like hearing him saying he was gonna leave or whatever and i was asleep on the futon facing the tv and then i wake up and i hear i think well i think i hear like knocking on the door or whatever and then i this this is all okay. So <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna sleep tonight. I I I was like laying down. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> so I see the door creak open. Then this little head pops in, and he comes and like sits Stop. on my chest. Stop. No, no, no. What? It wasn't scary though, because you know who it was. It was Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> and he was what just this fuck? weird dude. He's like. He's just like sitting on my chest, like oh, yeah, 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 just like saying, I'm, saying "I'm Johnny Depp." And then I and then I look over and I, I th- I see like Michael at his desk, and I'm like, "Are you seeing this?" And he's like, "Eh." <laughs> and then obviously it was all like a, a dream or a sleep paralysis. Dream. Yeah, a, fe- a fever dream. <laughs> it's so funny. Classic Johnny Depp just right, sitting right. on sleeping people's chests. And then he like got up and then was like walking around my room, and he's like. All right, we'll see you later. Just like left. Just leaves. And it was so funny because I literally thought I saw like the door open and him like walking in, just like sitting on me. <laughs> He's Dude. like, Yeah, don't get up, man. You're pretty sick. Like, just stay, just chill in the food. <laughs> don't futon. worry. I'll just sit on your, your chest and set. That'll <laughs> that make you a, feel better. That was one of my least scary. Uh, yeah, that sounds um, a little things. more lighthearted than the I other woke, ones. <laughs> I woke up and I just started laughing. Then I started coughing again. So oh, I went back God. to sleep. Of course. Bobby, I hear you have. Uh, a story as well that it's not your personal story, but perhaps a good one from someone you are acquainted yeah, with. Yeah, so. Yes, so. Shut the fuck up and just talk. <laughs> Easy. Um, longtime family friend who was a pastor and still is a pastor. Um, he was born and raised in Washington State and... No, I take that back. Born and raised in Iowa. Um, went to seminary and everything in Washington State. Hmm. And that's where his first appointment, whatever you want to call it, um, with the church was. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, there's some point in time that him and I had had a conversation. And I was like, okay, well, you've been a pastor for over half your life at this point. There has to have been some point in time where somebody has contacted you or something has happened that you've experienced something that you could arguably say is paranormal or that you just can't explain that. Well, that he either couldn't explain or that he had just had has some kind of pervasive opinion from a Christian perspective of what kind of Mm -hmm. paranormal activity exists on the planet. And he was like, well, yeah, I mean, I, I I could think of a few times and it wasn't, it wasn't ever anything like disingenuous. I think I was probably 17 at that point. So we were capable enough of having a serious conversation. Yeah. And we were sitting there and he was like, yeah, I could think of a couple stories. And the only one that ever struck me as paranormal. um, I'm going to (laughs) sneeze. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wait, it passed. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, I just didn't want it to ruin <laughs> The ghost passed. Um, most of the stories that he told me, they were about like moments of what appeared to be divine healing, like somebody, like a, a person or several Someone people. miraculously just right. wasn't sick like anymore. Like praying away a sickness. Mm-hmm. Um, that wasn't the story, though. He was telling me about when he was on his first appointment in Washington, He he lived in was in Seattle. Yeah. So serial killer capital. Oh yeah. Everywhere. (laughs) Um, and a pretty common thing that was happening at that point in time, it was the early eighties. People were still very hard pressed to have their homes blessed Mm -hmm. when they purchased a new house. We're doing that. We are not allowing any demons (laughs) into our home. Fuck with that shit. Sorry, I just needed to make that those so, expectations clear now. <laughs> so he was like, oh, yeah. I mean, like he had done it plenty of times before. It was totally commonplace. And it, it, he, he's a person who I, I, I still do hold in high regard and is a very pragmatic, reasonable person and yeah. doesn't fit the demographic of typical 
evangelical pastors in the United States. Right. Um, and he told me, he was like, I was in my mid-20s. I went to this place. This new couple, they just bought a house. And he got there and he had, it was kind of just like your typical ranch house sort of ordeal. How hey, old was it? Um, I, w- I would assume it was probably built in like the early 1900s or so. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it was, a, it was like a couple's first home, mm-hmm. but they had like a picket fence and stuff. And it was just a normal house. Leave it to beaver situation. Right. <laughs> so he said he walked past the picket fence and <clears throat> he said he felt a little bit off. But when he was walking up to the front door and these, this couple was there inviting him in, he described it as like he walked into a force field. Like he huh. physically could not bring himself to walk into that house. He was like, I can't, I can't like, there's like a force pushing back on me to walk what into this in house. What in the hell? So whatever what whatever blessing he could bestow upon the house, he did it from outside, but he never was stepped. Was he able to walk in after he blessed? No, he never set foot How in the house. How do you go forward moving wow. into a house like that? <laughs> the fuck? I Dude. would be like, okay, well, we're burning it down. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what he, um, he I mean, he had to have communicated something to the couple. I don't know how they yeah. reacted, but he described it as a force that kept him from coming into the house. And he said he, he felt it like it was a presence. Hell oh no. Gosh. Hell That's no. That's crazy. So, I mean, a devout man of God encountering something like that. I think you need to just, this, you know what this tells me is I need to bring, when I go about buying my first home, I should probably start doing this with touring apartments as well now. This is inspiring me. Is always bring a priest or some shit with you, like a medium or a priest or somebody. Hey, want to go tour some apartments with yeah, me? Yeah, you need to go tour some <laughs> apartments with me. Let me know if you feel anything. That is something I a small business opportunity. I think oh, very I did. true. Very if true. I, if any of you um, are particularly connected to the spirits, hit me up. Yeah, and, and we'll at least do you want to provide your address quick so they cannot. Send you maybe like a, a little like a business request or like a haunted doll or something. <laughs> yeah, let me get on that. <laughs> That's crazy though. Do you know if they ended up buying the house? Well, they had bought the house already. It was oh. like, it was like a post purchase. Like Jeez. we're happily in our home. Let's yeah, put what the, the fuck do you do at that point? Let's put the cherry on top and get a blessing, and then it was just like got fucked. That's that should be the first thing on your fucking list. Uh, did he hear? Did he ever like hear anything about? Anything going you on in the house after that? Let's or? do a follow-up. Keep us updated. I could I could probably he would tell me the story again, but no, he never like had any issues or huh. the couple never have had any issues. That's weird. That we know of. So there's like that weird. We Did they just have like, it's like a straight up huh. force field. That's crazy. I don't know. But that I mean, like that was that was one story he told me amongst a bunch of divine healing stories. Mm-hmm. Well, that was something I always I'm always wary of, especially with like old, old apartments in big old cities. You never really know. Like, especially the, the, the Fister or Pfizer hotel or whatever that it does here. Pfizer. Pfizer. Fister. Fister. <laughs> um, but yeah, that one, I did a little research on that yesterday and apparently it used to be something else. And then that building burnt down and killed like 120 people. And that's the reason it's haunted now. <laughs> so, okay. So when I worked in college at Iguanas, my boss, she is a medium. So, like, she doesn't tell people a lot. She doesn't need to lie about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember you would, saying that. Yeah. She, w- she, like, would tell me stories. And I asked her about that because I was like, I don't know. I don't know how we got on the topic. But she was like, people don't haunt where they died, like, why would you hang, like, if you died in a car accident on the side of the fucking road, like, why would you hang out there? It meant nothing to you. Well, someone argue that they stick around because they don't know they're dead, possibly. Okay. But I mean, if you, I don't know how that would work, because I feel like if you're, some people say, like, you're stuck in, like, a death loop or whatever, but I feel like you'd eventually figure that out if you're doing the same thing over and over, and no one can, like, see or hear you some people are pretty stupid 
and I hope the spirits mm. didn't hear that. Fuck. <laughs> They're coming for me now. Yeah, Elisa's just out here. I just off really, ghosts. yeah, I, I just really care. screwed myself. Hey, ghost, you're stupid. You <laughs> stupid ghost. But she, so I wouldn't let her tell me a lot of stuff because, again, yeah, freak me I'm out. a scaredy cat. And so <laughs> yeah. she, I told that her to her up front. And she, even when I would be like, wait, maybe you should tell me, she'd be like, no, because I know that you're mm-hmm. going to freak out. Um, but she t- told me about, so she's from Minnesota, mm-hmm. which has a million freaking lakes. Yeah. And she said that there's like, right where she grew up, there's two lakes that connect. And I guess it's a site for some really bloody Native American ordeals. And she's like, that's probably the most horrific thing I've ever seen. But she wouldn't tell me what it was because, well, again. Sure. Scaredy cat. But um, she's seen some shit. And, like, she told me once about how she was up north and she saw this woman at the end of the street at, like, 4 a.m. <laughs> carrying a baby. Oh, good. Yeah. Delightful. And, like, she lives in a pretty old house in La Crosse. And there's a little boy or a little girl. I don't remember that. Who haunts her home. And she has two kids who are younger than us, but like high school age. And they can see the child and play with him regularly is what you're about to say. (laughs) She like one time she was buttoning up her daughter's coat to leave the house and she heard feet. I hate this shit. She heard feet (laughs) running down the hall upstairs above them. And her daughter just goes, little boy. Oh, yikes. Her daughter fucking (laughs) knew. So, like, her kids have a little bit of what she has, but not as intensely. And so, okay, so the haunted, (laughs) the old theater in La Crosse. Oh, yeah. um, It's so haunted. And especially, um, like, the bathrooms. She'll tell me, like, don't fucking go to the bathroom there ever. Because she'll, I mean, she will go because she is used to seeing people everywhere she goes, so she's she can deal with it. But, like, the walls there are apparently covered in blood. And, like, she'll oh, go good. to the bathroom, and there's, like, a, a man that just stands over her and, like, stares. Like, not in, like, a I'm, I'm looking at your vagina kind of way of, like, I want to fucking kill you kind of way. Oh, good. I've been to the bathroom there once. Did you feel some shit? No. Well, <laughs> it was just, it was just, it was pretty creepy. Well, I mean, creepy. So I guess if you think it's creepy, then you did feel something. You didn't yeah. realize it. That's, uh, that's why I'm excited to have Colin on, which, you know, for everyone listening, we've scheduled Colin, uh, from lacrosse who worked at that exact theater for August. Let this be a August. teaser then. Yeah, Let this be, be a sick. teaser because. He says he's seen a lot of wild stuff there. Yeah, apparently. I believe it. And like, I know someone else told me about how the door, they kept locking the their stall door and it kept fucking swinging open. Hmm. And then one time she, when her daughter was four, her daughter's in like eighth grade now. Yeah. But one time when her daughter was like really little, she was like, she took her to the bathroom, you know, as you know, you help your kid get on the toilet when they're little. Yeah. And she's like getting her down and she's like, all the people are looking at us. Oh my gosh. And she's like, what? <laughs> And they're literally in this bathroom alone with the <laughs> stall fucking closed. She's like, all the people. Wow. All the people are looking at us. Dude, I fucking cannot. And I knew all these stories. And That's then Bobby terrifying. and I went to go see us. Us. Jordan Peele's <laughs> us. In yeah, yeah. that fucking theater. And we were the only ones in the <laughs> it was theater. Hilarious. And I'm just losing my shit because why I'm <sighs> in a haunted theater in general. Why I'm going to see us in general. And I did the two together. Mm. Well, yeah. I mean, like, we're in that we were in that theater alone and the intro is really funny because it's like the mm. it's the I don't know what you want to consider it, the alter ego of the female protagonist. Hate it, hate, like, it, yeah. hate it. I hate this so much. No, <laughs> don't stop. I hate it. At least what I heard almost you left in like the first ten minutes of that movie. <laughs> she was so freaked out, but we didn't. Yeah. I I got her to stick through it. Nice. So you thought you were the only ones, is what you were saying. I thought we were the only ones, but I probably had someone sitting right next to me uh, that I couldn't see. He's like, oh, this is a know. pretty good film. <laughs> and it's I'm very scared of shit. So again, yeah, I could totally like I've never felt anything of like there is literally someone next to me I've never seen anything aside from the paper towel roll of course oh my gosh but like <laughs> all of this could just be my anxiety and like I'm freaked the fuck out because right. other people told me these stories I have never this is my disclaimer like I've never seen anybody 
and I have never felt. I think an interesting experiment to do would be going to a place like the Pfister Hotel. <laughs> like the Pfizer Hotel. and It's the, not the Pfizer. The Pfister Hotel. It's the Pfister. You've got vaccinations on your That's what mind. it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got the Pfizer, by the way. But <laughs> Pfizer Club. Anyways, going to, going to the Pfizer, the Pfister. <laughs> going to the Pfister Hotel and having someone stay in like the most haunted room. Right, I think it's three. It's like that episode of Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Oh my god! <laughs> but <laughs> having someone stay there, or no, I don't. I didn't what? watch that, Elise. Oh my god! No, they like there's like what is it? There are sweet, don't look at me. I didn't watch sweet that fucking six, show six, six or like Sweet Three One Three, and they go in there one night oh and like gosh. someone had died there, and like her husband left her, and so she threw a comb <laughs> at the mirror, and the shards hit her, and then they did a seance. And all of all of Zach and Cody's friends like gang up on them to like trick them into thinking that they're all possessed by her de- by her spirit and shit. <laughs> and then they go back because Cody forgot his blankie and the ghost hands him his blankie and he's like, "Holy fuck! Wait, what? <laughs> you really need to I, you you had no childhood." Yeah, no. no. Anyway, I mean, I, work, I worked at the Radisson and lacrosse, <laughs> and there were. Not well. I Who's was the, there, who, but, the, who in the fuck is going to haunt a Radisson? I mean, several. There's you there's mean. a handful of people that died there in during its time prime open. Did you ever see anything spooky there, Bobby? To find spooky, I mean, I saw a lot of fucked up shit. A little because of a little people. off. Something that didn't seem quite normal. Perhaps something a little paranormal. No, and you know it's funny because yeah. I had a I had a view of the river and everything. Oh yeah, all the time. Mm-hmm. So like, if I was to see some, huh. you would some think that it would shit, be yeah. in, at three a.m. when you're closing by yourself walking. Across yeah, I mean, I I was Why in that are building no a lot. Stories of anybody walking across the Mississippi. Anyone, if you are listening and you have a story, you know it's funny. Please it share it with never, us. Like it never once crossed my mind the times where I would walk out of that place past three in the morning and get yeah. my car that's parked out on the street Only Bobby. Mm-hmm. and I'd like look like Riverside Park was right there the, all of the Mississippi was right there and I would look at it and be like oh look there's literally Mississippi the in the moonlight beautiful Pearl view tonight street, Pearl Street the old red light <laughs> district right fucking there and you never right saw like the, the weirdest yeah, thing that I funny. ever saw leaving the the Radisson at 3 30 in the morning was somebody that w- had OD'd out <laughs> in the corner <laughs> and I was like uh that's strange it's really mystical yeah, called the police. They showed up. And they're like, "Thank you," and then I left. Thank you, Robert. Yeah, hit them, hit him with that Narcan. And but the cops were actually ghosts, and so was the man who OD'd. Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> and I had a ghost iPhone. <laughs> I mean, there's. It's never. Too- I called them on my ghost phone. Yeah. <laughs> And a bunch of spirits came up in the... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have three phones. I have my phone, I have my trap phone, and then I have my ghost phone. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. You know, it's never too uh, late to move back there and... Be ghost hunters. And start a hunt for the Mothman. Dude. The- <laughs> Fucking Mothman. <laughs> for real, bro. Explain it. I heard... I'm sorry, but I just have, like... Explain it. I have, a like, a... Just I want to cart- hunt down the little like a, boy and the dad from Holman. Image in my head of Mothman. Yeah, me too. And like all, I yeah, until he's like, right in front of you I, and he he uses his sonar to he's hit like, you with a wave of nausea. All I, all I, all I can think <laughs> of is oh, I'm like, nauseous. Oh no! Just being like, hey, bro, do you got some lamp? <laughs> Like, like that tour guide was—he he was serious about it, but I was like just thinking, "Oh my god, too. the lamp, yeah, yeah, yeah. the lamp jokes just <laughs> abound Jesus. right now." Didn't that that started back in like the olden times too, right? I don't know, but it's like it's, yeah, there's but, a long, there's a supposedly pretty long history. There was of something Mouth he was saying about ma- mouth, mouth man, mouth, mouth man, mouth man. That mouth, mouth boy. <laughs> 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 about like. Something about Mothman migrating over the years, and there's some town mm-hmm. south of south of here. I don't fucking know that like takes pride in their Mothman history, and there's a oh, whole oh yeah, like Moth- their whole downtown is based around based that. on Mothman, yeah. and they have like a statue. That'd be sick to go but to. apparently he migrates, and I guess some sort of I don't even know the the fucking terms, but there's some sort of wildlife ecosystem 
what is the word I'm even looking for? I don't even know. That like type of land form and plant. Geography? No. Land ecosystem. It's like a, yeah. Kind of, like Moth system. <laughs> like an ecosystem. Like some specific. Eco moth. Some specific forest, but like whatever kind of forest or marsh or some shit that like moths like that stretches a co- across a couple states that he's sure. been following. So a forest Apparently. full of lamps. And that's like, right, right. <laughs> Quick Google search. So it, everything what mentions West Virginia. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, that's where I thought it started originally. Dude, I don't fucking. Mothman, you know what? He is too, he cannot be tied down. He I, needs to well, see, he is a moth. He needs <laughs> to see the world. There's all, he's there's like a, six feet tall, Bobby. Well, yeah, he's got wings. He can fly. There's a whole. If you could fly, why wouldn't you there's travel a whole across world the United States there's and a haunt whole everybody? Lot of, there's a whole lot of lamp. It's a whole lot of lamp. The world is Mothman's lamp. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is the this is Mothman's world. We're just living in it, right? That what if that was like the original? That was like the original meme of the pilgrims like carrying their little like candle lamps, (laughs) and Mothman (laughs) just comes and he's like, "Oh, it's a lamp." (laughs) (laughs) Time to begin my reign of terror. Right. right. (laughs) I I forgot what podcast I was listening to, but it was one. um, One of them was about the Mothman, and it ended. The podcast saying, yeah, yeah, you know, Mothman has basically been disproved to just be like a, be like an odd shaped bird. Oh my God. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I want to talk Fucking to the bird. There's <laughs> Mothman was s- spotted by a, a father and his son driving down along in Holman, which is 15 yeah. minutes north of Lacrosse. Mm-hmm. And they saw Mothman, and that was like in 2012, 2008. Yeah. I want to find them. <laughs> I'm gonna hunt their asses down. Seriously, I want to know. Kill them. <laughs> no. So they don't tell the government You're gonna secret give them a lamp. About, about Mothman. <laughs> You're gonna give him a lamp. So carry this for when you see him next. It'll calm him down. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, that would draw him near. <laughs> I think they were, he was attracted because it was late at night or something. Mm. He was probably attracted to their headlights the because cl- no one else was out. <gasps> oh my goodness. I'm fucking you telling you guys. I did. I'm He's like, Mothman's going to come for me now. He's like, what are you telling me my secrets for? <laughs> Wait, what's, what's that out the window? I hate you. Is that him? It's Mothman. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> Mothman hello, knocks out. Hello, yes, it's me, First. Mothman. I need a... Uh, I saw you have lamp inside. All of your lamp. First, he uses sonar to knock out people in their car. Now he's just knocking on our door. Lamp. <laughs> he, like, they're like driving on the road and he's like... And then they, they just pass out and crash into a tree. And he walks up all nonchalant, just grabs the light bulb from the headlight. And he's like, ah, this will go good with my collection of lamps. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give me that light. Put the lamp in the basket. You're not. I just want to know. Like, it what? puts the lamp in the basket. Like, Ooh. what is Mothman getting at? Like, what is his goal? I don't. Complete world domination, at least. Just like the aliens to be and the demons. So they can right. properly identify <laughs> avian species. <laughs> He's stone species, he's Mothman. A, he's a deep state uh, plot. <laughs> <laughs> by the UW system to just put people into birds. <laughs> we need more ornithology students. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is horrible. We're going to chuck the door. The bush. ornithology. Oh my God. We're going to go on a field study. Uh, we're either going to see some fucking <laughs> owls or some or moth men. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you get your lamps. <laughs> Yeah, everybody, everybody, bring a lamp with you tonight so we can leave it in the in the Mothman circle in this <laughs> oh ominous field. Oh man, safe passage. <sighs> well, it's pretty good. You guys had some some pretty good stories. I mean, except the Paps Mansion. I was honestly, I was disappointed in that. Again, yeah, I think. It was but our there were. Guide. He was nice, but he. Yeah, I really liked him. That's because you're skeptical, I, just like him. Boring. Robert. I had a. I mean, I was. I was at that whole situation. I was just excited for no room for skeptics. I was just excited for the the history and like the architecture yeah. of the home. That was a pretty sick ass, place. especially it the was. fact that the whole first floor is all original furniture. Yeah, I mean, imagine living so in cool. the 1900s and having billions of dollars. That's that's obscene. Well, they had millions, but well, now it right. would be billions. It, adjusted for inflation. Okay, billions being of a dollars. billionaire, no. 
but oh, being exactly. being wealthy enough that you can have having a electricity in your person, home in your own ass home in the 1800s like that yeah like, crazy. i wasn't central expecting heating yeah. i don't even have central heating in my apartment now <laughs> me neither cool i'm poor <laughs> teacher yeah. salary Fucking captain <laughs> pabst up there and in Mothman Heaven yeah, is looking right. down at you just like getting he's paid seventeen dollars to get punched peasant. in the face and have chairs thrown at me and he's like this bitch. <laughs> he's harboring Mothman like, in the <laughs> servants' kitchen. <laughs> I will cook you some good dinner if you give me lamp. <laughs> <laughs> Mothman doesn't even need that sketchy ass. We'll put you back he's in like, the what pie. is this electricity? <laughs> yeah, he didn't need he didn't even need a, a step stool to get up to the ice box. He just used his fucking wings. <laughs> Sonar to get into that. Safe, the pie, the pie safe. safe, the pie safe. Uh, well, that was fantastic, you guys. Thanks for coming on. Um, anyways, I don't think I ever said this, but we're with uh Elise and Bobby from you, Milwaukee. You did announce it. I don't know if you said where we're from, from Milwaukee, we're from Milwaukee. It's very exciting. That's the from big apple, the big apple. Do you guys have any like uh, products or podcasts or uh, OnlyFans pages you would like to promote? Please donate to public education. I can't keep getting can't, paid seventeen dollars an hour to get chairs thrown at me. Please. I can't like by demons or, or kids. Like Both yeah. aren't they the same? No, donate to public education. I can't plug the company I work for because I can't associate my my thoughts and opinions with right. the dirty fucking. Yeah, I can't. I can't say shit and Greasy damn man. and ass, and then be like, <laughs> "Damn and ass." Consider <laughs> consider this company for your specific. He wants you to donate to public education so he can stop yeah. having to buy me shit. Donate yeah. to public education so at least he'll shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. Pabst Mansion is a letdown. Donate no. to public education. Um, right. And the Mothman is real. <laughs> Go to the Pabst Mansion though, because it's a yeah. cool little exercise. Yeah, if you really enjoy history, history haunted or not, that place is freaking awesome. Yeah, please go enjoy. Yeah, it's tight. Anyways, today is sponsored by PBR. Today is sponsored that. by PBR, and although it is not up to par with <laughs> and the it is absolutely supreme. not sponsored, and we don't want to get sued, but like, but it's in but our it hearts, is sponsored by PBR, Spotify, and Captain no Pabst. Please no, please no copyright strike. <laughs> And Captain Pabst, who I can currently see standing behind Bobby right now. Oh, um, nice. <laughs> yeah, standing five foot eight, like a proud man. He's drinking a PBR too now. He's like, this tastes like shit. What'd you guys do to my What'd you guys do to my beer? <laughs> yeah, he's like, where where are the German pure, purity standards? Voist. <laughs> All right, well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, we'll see you next time in like six months when I get someone who doesn't cancel on me uh, the last minute. So stay <laughs> spooky, baby. <laughs>